Welcome to the Aspen Chapel podcast with Nicholas and Heather Vesey. And I'm Greg Anderson. Uh, VCs are on a break. Uh, again, if you're just tuning in, I'm saying that. And I've, I have a, a uh, we, we appreciate everyone being online here, but we do have a, an actual congregation uh, here of two people. Besides Ellen and myself, my wife, Carolyn, uh, she has to come. She's my wife. And uh, willingly, my sister-in-law, Janie, they're here. And so I'm glad to be able to have real live people to talk to and appreciate everyone here online. In kind of a way of an introduction and invocation, in the 11th century, there was a bishop appointed to England. His name was Bishop Leofric, and he created this Latin prayer because he was doing the services in Latin in the 11th century, this Latin prayer to be said before the Mass and the Eucharist. It was in the beginning of the service and was first stated, as he had written it, in the Cathedral of Exeter in England. And in the original form, it went like this. Dies cuiu omne cor patent and amanus voluntas, liquitor et cuum, Nullum latet secretium, purifica per infusunium, sancti spiritus cognitonius, cordis nostri, ut the perfecte delegare, et digni ladare, miserami per dominum nostrum, Jesum Christum, filum tuum, qui ticum vivit et ricate, inunate elisidim, Spiritus Sanctus Deus, per amine secula, secularum, amen. Now, before you're wondering if you've tuned into the Aspen Chapel or not, and not a Catholic Mass in Latin, this was the original version. In later versions, especially after the Reformation, in the year 1549, in fact, a person by the name of Kramer gave an English translation because after the Reformation, people could start to understand what the priests were saying. And so he translated it in English. And uh, you might recognize it, because this is coming from England. And we happen to have a chaplain here, a minister, a priest named Nicholas from England. And he has incorporated this ancient prayer called the Collect for Purity into our worship services just about every Sunday at the Aspen Chapel, and I think that's a good idea. So prayerfully, let us listen to these words as Nicholas has repeated them so often, and Heather as well. Almighty God, to whom all our hearts are open, all our desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name through Christ our Lord. And let us continue prayerfully with this brief meditation and prayer. If you're at home, uh, maybe you could take a moment or maybe you're doing things at the same time and that's fine, but maybe if you could just pause for one moment and we will follow this collect of purity on this beautiful Sunday morning here at the the chapel with the lights coming through the windows. Let us pray. Our prayer is for all those people who are in need. Let us quiet our hearts and minds if we allow ourselves to listen to our own beat of our own heart and 
mind and just focus on the beauty of this day, the beauty of the flowers that are next to us. Knowing that in spite of our struggles and challenges of this difficult time, there is still beauty, there is still love, there is still purpose. And we always think of others. We think of those who are particularly suffering. We are so fortunate in Aspen, but we think of so many people around this entire world. But here in Aspen, we also lift up these names that are often mentioned. And more recently, we think of the Fox Robin family, Reuben, Fox Reuben family, the virus Joan Devlin, family and friends of Bernie Tabor, who has passed away recently, family and friends of Kurt Strand, who also has passed. And again, Bob McCurdy, Catherine Henderson's brother-in-law, who passed away just recently of cancer. And Richard Wilkinson in Boston Hospital passed away from coronavirus. And then we asked for healing for Elaine Bonds, another great staff person and reach out person and youth director in the past uh, with uh, praying for her mother, Ann Johnson, uh, who recently broke a, a hip. So we think of her this day. And we are, think of others in our hearts and minds. Our prayers are always for others, as well as for us to be mindful of who we are and who we are to other people and who we are in community, which is our theme this morning. All these we pray in your spirit and spirit of love. Amen. And now I would like to contrast this thousand-year-old colic of purity, thousand years old, with now a very contemporary colic written by a Lutheran minister in Denver by the name of Reverend Nadia Boltz Weber and designed with the stay-at-home orders in mind during this pandemic. And I think it's very creative Uh, I don't know her personally, but I've heard quite a bit about her. She has a national reputation. Uh, She's a very unique minister. Uh, When I say Lutheran minister, she doesn't look like that at all. She's in a Denver, has started a church in Denver, which is entitled House for All Sinners and Saints. Um, Again, she has a very unique background. She came from some challenging times and now provides a very unique ministry, particularly to a lot of people who are challenged as well. She wrote this liturgy, liturgy during this pandemic, and maybe we can all identify with it. She writes and prays, I do not know when we can gather together again in worship, Lord. So for now, I just ask that when I sing along in my kitchen to each song on Stevie Wonder's song, the Key of Life album, that it be counted as praise. And she says, happy birthday to Stevie Wonder. And that when I read the news and my heart tightens in my chest, may it be counted as Kyrie or colic for purity. And that when my eyes brighten in a smile behind my mask, as I thank the cashier, may it be counted as passing the peace. And when that when I water my plants and wash my dishes and take a shower, 
may it be counted as remembering my baptism. And that when the tears come and my shoulders shake and my breathing falters, may it be counted as simply prayer. And that when I stumble upon a Tabitha Brown, Tabitha Brown, I don't know her, maybe some other people do. When I stumble upon a Tabitha Brown video and hear her grace and love of you, may it be counted as hearing a homily. And that as I sit at the table in my apartment and eat one more homemade meal, slowly, joyfully, with nothing else demanding my time or attention, may it be counted as communion in community. Thanks for listening. If you feel moved to make a donation to the chapel, please go to aspenchapel.org. Thank you. And if you'd like to receive these podcasts regularly, subscribe to the Aspen Chapel through Apple, Google Play, YouTube, or any other outlet.